0: Today's episode, I wanted to get into the concept of the inner dialogue, and I basically always feel the fact that the way you speak to yourself matters, but I feel as though I never have gotten into why it matters so much, and so I wanted to dive deep into that part. So I would say that one of the biggest things with inner dialogue, and if you don't know what that means or looks like, it's basically the idea of when you have that secondary doubt. So let's say someone says something really good about you, and then something in your mind instantly goes to a negative. That is the inner dialogue. And so a lot of the times, if you feed into that and you start thinking, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. Let me just, let me put a better example. So let's say that someone says you're really great at speaking. And then some part of your mind goes, no, you're not. You get way too nervous. So within that scenario, it's in the mind, right? Your mind is telling you that you get nervous because you know that you get nervous, but from an Outsider, if they're watching you speak and they gave you that compliment, you most likely are rocking it on the outside, but on the inside, it's a whole different system. With that being said, the whole idea of inner dialogue is so important because the more you feed whatever is happening within your mind, so if it's you know positive it's going to be really good. Think of it as planting a seed. You plant a seed and you're telling yourself really good things. When you water that seed, nothing but good things will grow. But then there's the complete opposite where if you plant a seed and it's really bad, you water that, nothing but bad things will sprout. So a lot of the times we learn how to speak to ourselves growing up. And if you weren't a part of an environment that may have reinforced more positive dialogue rather than negative dialogue, you may be attuned to head towards that way. And so I just wanted to say a couple of things on how you can genuinely shift the way that you speak to yourself and the way that your inner dialogue computes itself within your mind. Another really good example of looking at it is people who suffer from anxiety. So, anxiety is basically your mind. There's so many more other physical symptoms to it, but a lot of people suffer with the inner dialogue as well. So, if your mind is telling you that you can't breathe and then it keeps telling you that, most likely that's where the other symptoms come in mind and they have more of a physical form to it. So, then they'll feel that their chest is really tight or whatnot. And that's where inner dialogue is also a really good example, just because let's say someone is going through trigger warning, an anxiety attack. In that moment, you are going to want to have a sort of relationship with your mind where you can start relating back positive reinforcements and words and dialogues saying that you are okay and that you can breathe or your chest is not tight and everything will be fine that is an example of what inner dialogue looks like if you take it to the negatives you would i would say you would honestly go my chest is really tight i'm dying i know that may seem as though it's a very extreme example, but a lot of people actually have come to that conclusion when it overtakes your body or more so your mind. One of the best methods to retaliate against inner dialogue is honestly practice. And I have mentioned this quite some time. I will mention it again because it's so useful, but one of the best ways is to do affirmations. So if you are thinking in your mind, or your inner dialogue is going, I am not good at cooking, I feel as though that's kind of my inner dialogue, so I'm, you know, I always gotta put myself on blast in every episode. The best thing for me to do in this scenario would be, I am good at cooking, I am learning, it is okay to try. It is okay to fail at cooking. So it's really retelling the story and reshaping the narrative of what your mind or your inner dialogue has been saying this entire time. And honestly, the only way you're going to be able to even get to that step is you're going to have to write down all the things that you may deem negative within the inner dialogue and sometimes this is the crazy part you guys you could honestly subconsciously be doing it and not even know so the best thing to do is if you have a phone or something in your notes app better yet if you just carry a mini journal or honestly just a piece of paper and pen for at least a week i would say a week is pretty good because then you start to see the actual set in stone patterns of what is the most negative right and so once you figure out what those are let's say there's five core things that you constantly repeat to yourself throughout the week because sometimes you could just get down on yourself but that doesn't you could i would say you of course fix that as well but i'm just saying the root of the problems the one that may be causing you the most harm on a day-to-day and the ones that you really, really need to work at to change your mindset, those are the ones that you want to tunnel vision, focus on. The next tip that I have for you that I absolutely love, and I don't know where I got this from, if it's a friend and you're listening, I'm sorry, I'll give you your credit right now. I may have honestly just gotten it from a TV show or social media. But it's one of my favorite things that I've learned. And basically, when your negative inner dialogue is off the ramps, or just, you know, lets one slip by, and you start to believe it, take a step back, pause, and think to yourself, who said that was true? And I feel as though When I started to do this, it was honestly, in terms of results, one of the most remarkable, biggest strides that I've ever taken within a quick, effective way or method to really tone down the inner dialogue when it starts to shift in the gear that you don't want it to. The other thing that I want you to recognize is, honestly, as human beings, we have tens of thousands of thoughts per day and so it's really important to start realizing what your mind is actually thinking of. You know what I mean? If, you're, if there are so many thoughts that go by and majority of them you may not even remember by the end of the day or let alone in 10 minutes... So could you imagine the amount of things that you could accidentally let slip by that you just have no idea of? So with that being said, one of the best things to do is also practice the opposite end where you don't wait until you have that negative thoughts. You know what I mean? One of the best things you could do is just start training the inner dialogue even if it's up to par how much higher can it get i feel that there's this constant idea of waiting until last minute and that's the other thing that i really want you to focus on if you're struggling with this or with inner dialogue is realizing that you don't have to wait until you have a negative thought You can literally be positive Sally. You could already be practicing positive affirmations and having it work in your life. But think of it as fitness. When it comes to fitness, you don't just stop once you get... Like, let's say you are running track and you wanted to get five minutes in this race. Once you get to that five minutes, you don't just stop. You don't just quit the game and say all right, that's it, I'm done, you know, I'm putting my runners away now, right? So you got to keep going. One is the previous example that I gave where you could go higher. So can you go four minutes and 30 seconds this time? Or can you just keep training yourself to make sure that you stay up to par on that five minute level? So don't wait until it's too late for you to make changes. And know that, changes aren't a bad thing they're not a bad thing the best way to honestly go about every day is set clear intentions of how not how you want to live it you can do that of course as well though when it comes to intentions it's more about your emotions do you want to feel joy that day do you want to feel peace that day how will you make that happen you know and it really all goes back to the mind because if you want to feel peace that day and your mind is on the opposite end and it's angry or it's you know just somewhere else it's going to be so much harder to experience that ideal day that you want and that ideal intention that you want with that being said the other tip that really really comes in mind is honestly meditating and I say this for everything just because when you're soothing that inner dialogue and try not when I say inner dialogue I don't mean hmm what am I going to have for dinner not necessarily that it's more so that that initial negative view viewpoint that you may have or that someone else may have and that gets stuck in your mind. And I say this just because that is 100% something that I have struggled with in the past and even to this day. The thing is that it's completely okay because it's a work in practice. You're constantly massaging that muscle and you're constantly wanting to move forward and you're constantly going to want to learn new ways and new methods. And if a specific method is working... Awesome. Keep at it. Another tip that I wanted to say is that negative thinking can honestly become addictive, and when it comes to breaking any sort of addiction, it's gonna be a try-fail-try-fail-try-again type of method for many people. A lot of people can also literally just you know cold turkey end it right then and there just know that because it is a form of addiction and in this scenario i use that word very lightly i use it in a sense to explain that it can be really addictive and it can be extremely hard to diverge from it so just make sure to give yourself that time and that patience to overcome the days where you might fall back into that mindset and it's completely okay if that is something that you're struggling with i gotta say it one more time it is okay as long as you have in mind that your thought. And your words are really important not only what you're bringing into the world as in the energy that it's carrying but also what you're relating back to the self so have that at the front of your mind as well another tip that I have when it comes to negative thoughts and this is actually a tip from my counselor as well so You guys know that i have to put you on is make sure that you don't identify with that thought so let your mind let it roam but don't gravitate towards it if that makes sense so think of it as you're in an environment you're on the street all right and you see trouble let's keep the trouble light for the sake of the analogy And it's the kind that you could go towards or just you know stay 20 feet back and it'll just disappear eventually in this scenario stay 20 feet back and just observe and know that you are in no way shape or form obligated to go towards that trouble that we deemed for the analogy in all seriousness these are the negative thoughts when they appear you want to be able to just observe take in whatever you can from it as in on an observational level so say if it's anger observe it and go why is it making me angry right you don't have to identify with it and say that yes I'm angry, and not change your mindset, and you know the whole day, or couple days, or the week, or even that entire month. That's how controlling your mindset can be, if you don't have active ways of changing it or realizing that it is extremely powerful and can dictate the way you live your everyday, and the way you interact with other people, of course, the way you interact with yourself. And overall, it also will impact your lifestyle because let's say you have goals in place, all right? Let's say you want to be a pub. You are a motivational speaker and you have a gig at the end of the month. If for a week straight, you're feeding into a thought or an inner dialogue that says you're extremely nervous and you're gonna suck and you know just anything could happen and if you start falling into that your brain will literally shift and forget that you could even public speak and that's how powerful the inner dialogue is. Know that it is extreme effort and yes when i say that it has to stay at the front of your mind i mean you have to consciously be thinking about it and when you're in the groove of forcing yourself to change there may be an automatic reaction of not wanting to do it so your body or your mind might resist and go what is this new territory? so i just want you to know as a very last tip for when it comes to inner dialogue is at the very beginning it is going to be a little hard to notice but once you get better and better throughout the days, the weeks, the months, the years, the stuff that you never caught in the very beginning, you are going to catch it way easier and you'll instantly go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've, you know, come down to this level again, you know, like you'll just know instantly. And that's the best thing about practice. So just don't give up and just really, really trust the progress. Lastly, based off of the tip that I gave of who said this, another thing is to validate yourself in a sense that when you're also observing for the other tip that i gave is you want to validate and think all right am i overreacting and honestly just be real with yourself and really dive deep because i feel that when you also even have those thoughts and i would just consider those self-reflecting thoughts as well that could also help encounter the initial negative thoughts and i feel as though that would also help with your practice as you begin to shift your mindset in order to shift yourself. And that is all I have for you guys today. I really, really do hope that if you are struggling with inner dialogue, that it gets better. I hope you guys had a beautiful week. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. And if no one has told you yet, I love you and I will see you next Tuesday.